Welcome. This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Before you sit down, help me tell your neighbor, welcome to church. And please remind your neighbor that I am a God on this earth. Hallelujah. Because you are a God, nothing is impossible to you. Because as nothing is impossible to God, nothing is impossible to you. Are you with me this morning? Jesus said, if only you would believe. If only you believe who you have become. If only you believe whom God has made you now. If only you believe that you have become the sons of God. I explained last week what it means to be a son of God. It literally means to be a God. Are you with me this morning? If you understand, it says nothing shall be impossible to you. Who do you believe? Who do you believe? Who do you believe? Who do you believe? Help me ask your neighbor. Look at them very well. Ask them, who do you believe? What's the answer? Hallelujah. If you believe in Jesus, you cannot be the same. Are you with me? Jesus said, believe in God and believe also in me. That in my father's house there are what? There are many mansions. Understand that the life you now live is what? Is the life of the son of God. You are living God's life. No longer your own. It's no longer your, yours. <laughs> How many of us are born again? Let me see your hand. Once you're born again, you have been crucified with Christ. It means you've encountered the cross. It means that you no longer what? Live for yourself. You are not permitted to live as Osahan any longer. You are no longer permitted to live as as Tyre. You are no longer permitted to live as as Victor. You are no longer permitted to live as you. Are you with me? Galatians 2.20 It says what? That the life you now live is what? Is Christ who lives in you and through you. What does that mean? It means you're a God literally on earth. 
it means you're Jesus here on earth. Are you with me? Are you with me this morning? He says, not yet, not I, but Christ lives where? Christ lives where? Christ lives where? Yet not I. Yet not I. Yet not you. Yet not you. Not you. Stop looking at yourself. It's not you that's living. It's who? Christ. Who lives through you. Is there anything that is impossible to Christ? Is anything impossible for Christ to do? So why should anything also be impossible for you to do? Are you with me this morning? Nothing is impossible for you to do. Except you don't believe God. And you see, a lot of times, we don't believe God because we have not seen. I'm sure if, if Christ were to appear here, you would be like Thomas who said, Oh my Lord and my God. Right? But what did Jesus tell him? He said, Thomas, you, you believe because what? You've seen me. Oh, yeah, come and touch. At that time, he didn't want to touch again. He was, ah, God, I now believe. But what did Jesus say? He said, blessed are those who yet have not seen, but what? Who have not seen, but yet do what? When you have not seen, but encounter." And believe you are blessed. Are you with me this morning? Jesus, the life you now live is not yours. So stop looking at your inadequacies or your weaknesses or the things you think, oh, you cannot do. You know why? It's not your life. It's not your ability. And that's why Paul said in Philippians, he said, I can do what? I can do what? Through who? Because the life he lives is now whose? Christ. Are you with me? Guess what? It means that even in that office or that business, you can do all things. Have people said you will not be able to achieve? Guess what? You can do what? All things. Are you following me? Understand that whatever challenge comes your way, the first thing that should come to your mind is the life I live is not mine. Are you with me? Now, when you understand that the life you live is not yours, who is facing that challenge? You or Christ? Who is the challenge going to bow down to? Would it bow to Christ? You know the challenge will bow to Christ. Whose life are you living? 
So why is that thing seeming impossible for you to achieve? Hello? Are you with me this morning? Because I want, I really, today, I want you to think. I really want you to think. The benefits of the cross, when we talk about the benefits of the cross, we're talking about the things that have been freely given to us by the exchange that we've had with Christ. Because we are not born again, because we are now in Christ, guess what? There has been an exchange. I said this very clearly last week, that the place of the cross, for many of us when we talk about the cross, or when we see the cross in our minds, is a place, is a place of pain and suffering. All we remember is that Jesus died, right? Pain, suffering, that's what we associate with the cross. But look, for you as a believer, it's not. The place of the cross is a place of power. Are you with me? Because what happened to you is that you took your inadequate self and gave it to Christ. And took his what? His almightiness. And wore it on you. And that's why I said in John 1.12 that for as many as have received him, to them he did what? He gave power to become what? The sons of God. He gave power to become gods here on earth. Meaning, if I'm a God on earth, or I've received power to become like Christ, nothing can be impossible for me. So when I take on a challenge at work, guess what I do? I ask God, this challenge is before me. I need wisdom to be able to do this. Now, because I'm a God, things that would naturally not work for others begins to work for me. Are you with me? People that naturally will not speak to me or I will not have access to, doors begins to open and they begin to talk to me. Are you with me? Are you with me? I give you a very simple example of something that happened to me this week. I went out with one of my team members you know, to a client's office. And we're actually making a delivery. And I knew, I, I heard that this person had the potential, they were Lebanese, is a Lebanese company. And I were meeting the procurement people. I'm in sales. So they are usually my very good friends. And I knew that, oh, let me just meet this person and see the potential. And as we went there, immediately I got there, you know, the man was very open and we started talking. We actually came to just make a delivery, but by the time I was leaving there, I not only had additional orders that I did not actually come for, I had orders for some of my other colleagues in another division. 
because they actually had needed what we had, but I was not in charge of that division. So I picked up the phone and I called the colleague. I said, look, you should be my very best friend right now. Because I have serious orders for you. And that, the person was, she was just jumping all over the place. And we're not talking about small things. We're talking about heavy trucks. Where one is like almost 60 million plus. And these were people who were ready to order like 50. Yes. It was just a cold call. I just strode into the office. We're just gisting and talking. I said, okay, fine. I'm delivering your items, but I need to know there are other items I can sell to you. And after we agreed, okay, we'll send this, we'll send this, we'll send this. Uh, I saw, I said, look, I like the trucks you guys parked out there. But by the way, where did you get them? He said, oh, we imported them directly from China. I said, why? We sell those trucks. And I was like, oh. And mainly it took me downstairs and started showing me different things of the specifications they wanted. And then I called my colleague. By the time I got back to the office, in fact, the way they had scrambled to close the deal, but I didn't plan for it. Is someone listening to me this morning? Is someone listening to me this morning? With God, nothing is what? Impossible. And because nothing is impossible with God, guess what? When you walk into a situation, doors begin to open. Because you have the life of Christ in you. Things respond to you as a God. But guess what? If you do not understand that that's a benefit you have received... By your virtue of being in Christ Jesus, the devil would always trick you and make a mincemeat of you and tell you that, look, it is better people that God gives that to. Are you with me? Are you following me this morning? Because all of these benefits are in the cross. Psalms chapter 103. Let's look at some things quickly there. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, do what? Bless his holy name. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do what? Forget not all his what? Forget not all his what? Forget not what? Do not forget his benefits. What he's telling you is that understand the rights and privileges you have received by being in Christ Jesus. Are you with me? Understand, remember them, bring them to life so that you can walk in them. And the first one he says is this. And I made this very clear last week Sunday. The first, what did he say? Who forgiveth all your what? What does God do? What's the first benefit in Christ Jesus? 
He forgives what? But you did something wrong last night. Has he forgiven it? What of the one you will do tomorrow? Are you sure? Are you sure the sin that you will do tomorrow will not hinder you from going to heaven? Are you sure? Mm, okay. Are you sure you will not be beside Reverend Osahan? Just gisting and the next thing he's going and the devil says, my friend, will you come here? Did you not look at the way you looked at that girl yesterday? Leave him, he's going. Oh, you stay here. Are you sure that will not happen to you? Why? 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 Are you sure? Are you sure? Thank you. So the next time the devil reminds you of what you did or did not do yesterday, what do you tell him? You tell him Jesus has forgiven all. So get thee behind me, Satan. Are you with me? No sin can prevent you from getting to heaven. I repeat, no sin can prevent you from getting to heaven. Do you know what will prevent you from getting to heaven? Do you know what? Your unbelief. Your refusal to believe in what Christ has done is the only thing that can prevent you. So which would you rather do? Would you rather believe or stay in unbelief? Well, like they say, the matter is before you. If you like, choose unbelief. Keep receiving and allowing the devil to deceive you and make a mincemeat of you. When Christ comes, that's why I go just they look you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do you know why? Because I choose to believe. Are you with me? That's the word. He says he forgives all. He didn't, he didn't put one. He didn't say, ah, you, you, become, you will become so bad that you will do X, Y, Z. So because of that, he says he forgives what? All. Are you with me? Let's stop equating God with ourselves. For a human being, you can do something to me and I can choose to hold it against you forever. I hope you know that. I'm not God. God doesn't hold it against you. So stop thinking God is like you. No. (laughs) Are you with me? The Bible says he forgives what? All. 
Meaning when he sees you, he doesn't hold anything against you. Are you with me this morning? But a human being, even if I've forgiven you, I will say, stay your stay and let me... Are you following me this morning? God is a different being. When God forgives, He forgives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He forgives all our iniquities. And that, and you see, He didn't just forgive our iniquities, He gave us a new life. 2 Corinthians 5 17. The Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is what? A new creature. All things are what? Passed away. And all things are become what? New. Ephesians 2, 16 to 18 also reiterates that. Ephesians 2 says, And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have what? Access by one spirit to the Father. Are you following this morning? That's why through Jesus we have received that power to become what? Sons of God. Hallelujah. So he did not just forgive your sins. He gave you the power of a new life. He gave you the power to become sons of God. He has given you the power whereby nothing is in possible to you. Are you following me this morning? That quickly, the next one, Colossians chapter 1, 19 to 24, it says, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him I say, whether things be in heaven or on earth. And it says, uh, and you that were sometimes alienated, enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now had he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you what? Holy and what? unblameable and on what? Unreprovable. Meaning, no matter how the devil looks for, he cannot find sin in you. Are you following me this morning? The devil cannot find anything in you. Stop allowing him accuse you to yourself. Stop allowing him, you know, put you in a situation where you become the, your judge and your jury and you are condemning yourself. 
And that's why we saw last week. The Bible says, Romans 8.1, There is therefore what? Now no condemnation to those who are where? In Christ Jesus. Once you're born again, once you've accepted the life of Christ, there is no condemnation against you. So because the devil knows that God can no, God does no longer condemn you and he doesn't have the right to condemn you, he comes to whisper to you and say, Osaheh, 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 what did you do yesterday? Ah, and you start feeling bad. Ah, ah the way I talk to that person is not good though. Ah, 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 and then you begin to have a sense of what? Guilt. And you start condemning yourself. Are you with me? The Bible says resist the devil and he would what? Flee. Do not allow the devil space in your mind. You need your mind to believe Christ. Are you with me? You need your entire mind's faculty to believe God's word and what it says about you. Do not allow the devil, Paul Sansa. Are you with me? Do not allow him take a space and all you begin to do is walk in self-doubt, self, you know, um, unbelief and no, no, no. You don't have time for that. There are bigger things God expects you to do. Are you with me? There are people God expects you to reach out to. There are things God expects you to do. It, those things should occupy your mind. Hallelujah. 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 What God wants from you is, is a, a relationship of intimacy. Are you following me? It's a relationship of intimacy. It's how do I know this God? Guess what? Let me ask this question. Peace come, please. If you had the power to just touch anybody and their day, if they were frowning before they begin to smile, what would you do? I'll touch many people. Go and touch as many people as you can. everybody at once and check whether they smile or not <laughs> they're smiling okay now if someone now tells you that look peace there are many other powers that you have but you are not using what would you do I'll, I'll, I'll 
I'll use, I'll ask the person what's the power. I'll use all of you. Thank you. Sit down, please. So, do you know that many of us have so much power that we are not using? How many of you have taken time to ask God the powers he has put in you that you are not using? Hello? You're a God on earth, right? What do gods do? What do gods do on earth? They rule, right? How do they rule? By affecting people's life, yes or no? Now, how do they affect people's life in diverse ways? Have you found out the power God has put in you to affect people's lives? Have you found out? Have you found out? When we say intimacy with God, it's not just to carry your Bible and read. You are reading the Bible so as to get to know this God and the life of God in you so that, guess what? The Bible says when you lay your hands on the sick, what happens to them? They recover. The Bible says that when someone is in their need, you have the power and ability to help and to pull them out of that problem that they are in. Is that not a superpower? Is it not? So which one do you have? And how are you using it? Because guess what? God has deposited in every one of you a gift or a power. Let me put it in a way that you would understand. God has given you a power to affect others. Are you following me? But you see, when we say intimacy with God, unless you understand what God has given to you, unless you go close to God, you will not understand what he has given to you. Praise the Lord. Genesis 5 verse 22 to 24 talks about a man. He says, And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years. Enoch walked with God. Enoch was a normal person like you and I. He had sons and daughters. He had a family. But he walked with God specially. And the Bible says that after 365 years, God was like, look, Enoch, I can't take this any longer. Please come. Just come. Leave these people. Come. What it meant was that Enoch understood so much why he was here. He had so much intimacy with God. In, in fact, there are people who say that there's a book of Enoch that was written and it contains so many things that Enoch did here on earth. Why? He walked with God. In fact, his son was the man that lived the longest time on earth. 
he understood so much what God had given to him that he affected so many people around him. So the question I ask you this morning, the benefit you have from Christ by that new life, what are you doing with it? Hallelujah. Psalms 103 verse 3 talks about the next benefit. It says, Who healeth all thy what? He healeth all your disease and he redeems your life from destruction. In fact, this is one of the reasons why, look, sickness, disease, whatever the name is, do not have a stay or right to stay in your body. Are you with me? Are you with me? If there's sickness in your body, the Bible says you have the right, you have the power to lay hands on the sick and what will happen to it? They would recover. The sickness would disappear. But until you exercise that power, until you exercise what God has given you, you would remain like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 107 verse 20 says, He sent his word and his word healed them and does what? Did what? Delivered them from destruction. So when you understand this, you cannot be afraid. A lot of us live in so much fear that we are almost paralyzed to do the things God wants us to do. We cannot live our lives in fear. Why? Because part of the package that Christ has given you is what? Deliverance from sickness and destruction. Are you with me? Are you with me? And you see, when we talk about sickness a lot of times, or we talk about a lot of times, we only attribute it to physical sickness. But God has also given many of you the power to deliver a lot of people from mental illness. Are you with me? And I'll show you from scriptures. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 29. Please, I want us to use the message translation. It says, are you tired, worn out, born out on religion? One born out on what? Come to me. Get away with me. And you will recover what? Your life. I would show you how to take what? A real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I what? Watch how I what? Watch how I what? This is the reason why we need to study who God is. This is the reason we need to have an intimacy with Christ. Because when we watch how he does it, 
we can follow suit and do it as well. He says, learn the unforced reading of grace because I, will, I won't lay anything heavy or what? Ill-fitting on you. Are you with me this morning? That's, that's a benefit of being with Christ. It's a benefit of the cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 103 verse 4. I'm going to just quickly run through the remaining. As I round off. He says, who redeems your life from destruction and crowns you with what? Loving kindness and what? Tender mercies. So God only does not just keep you safe. He also crowns you with loving kindness and what? Tender mercies. Deuteronomy 33 verse 12 says, And of Benjamin, he said, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in what? Safety by him. And the Lord shall cover him all. Shall cover him when? Shall cover him when? Shall cover him when? Shall cover him when? All day long. The beloved of the Lord, God would cover you. In safety you will dwell. You will go out and come back without fear. Are you with me? He says, blessed shall be your going out and what? Your coming in. Hallelujah. Leviticus 25 verse 19 Quickly, it also says, And the land shall yield what? Have fruit. And you shall eat to what? Your fill. And shall dwell therein in what? For those that are saying, Ah, Nigeria will break. Nigeria with this. Nigeria with that. That is God's word concerning me. I don't know about you. Are you following me? This is God's word concerning me. So I know that no matter what happens, I shall be in safety. How about you? Safety also is your portion. Amen. Number four, he says he satisfies you with good things. I think we've, we've read that as well. He satisfies your mouth with what? Good things. Number five, he empowers you to serve him by revealing himself to you. Colossians chapter 2 verse 14 quickly. He says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, he took it out of the way, nailing it to where? His cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, doing what? 
triumphing over them in it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the last thing I'm going to also mention today is that God gives you peace by himself by all means. Are you following me? God gives you what? Peace by himself. By what? All means. Meaning regardless of what is happening around you, you are calm. Meaning regardless of what people are saying or what the economy is saying or the fact that everyone is running up and down, God gives you an inner peace that people cannot describe. He says in John 14, 27, He says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, given I to you, let not your word, your heart be troubled, neither let it be what. Help me turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor. Say neighbor. Do not be afraid. Turn to the other neighbor. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Do not be afraid. Do not let your heart be troubled. Receive God's peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God gives you peace. He will give you peace. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in where your heart to the which you were also called in one body and be thankful. Second Thessalonians 3.16 He says, Now the peace of God of grace Now the Lord of peace, sorry, the Lord of peace himself give you peace always. How? How? By all means. Meaning, whatever it takes for God to give me peace, God will do it. Are you following me? Meaning, regardless of the situation and the things that are happening God would give me peace. God would ensure that I walk in the realm of sonship so that I have peace. Nothing would be impossible to me so that I can have peace. Are you with me? God shows up because he's proven himself in my life. Because the benefit of being with him is exemplified in my walk with him every day. Hallelujah. I want you to bow your head this morning. And I want you to pray that Father... May I walk on this earth as a son. May I walk as a God on this earth. 
that nothing be impossible unto me. May I walk in the benefits of the cross. That every of these benefits be seen in my life on a daily basis. That sickness, disease be far away from me. Safety is my portion. Destruction is far away from me. Help me to walk intimately with you. May I yearn to know you and know the things you've deposited in me. Ask God, you want to know him so that you can know the things he has given to you that you can use for his glory. And thank him for the peace he has given you. That even at this time of election, at this time where people are, you know, up, down, uncertainties everywhere, receive his peace to live. Receive his peace to function. Receive his peace to try. Receive his peace to dominate. Receive his peace wherever you go. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you for the benefits we have received by virtue of interacting with you and becoming your son. Thank you for Christ Jesus, for the work of Calvary. Because of Calvary, we have been made whole. Thank you for the many blessings we have received because of the cross. We are grateful, Father, in the name of Jesus. We walk as sons from today. On this earth in the name of Jesus. We walk as sons affecting and releasing others for Christ. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for your peace in our lives. We are grateful Lord. In Jesus mighty name we prayed. Amen. Come on jam those hands together for Jesus. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.